There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast. Probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad. I'll be joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Dawson himself. Pete, how the devil are you doing? What's going on? Hola, Christopher. Welcome back. Mm. I am enjoying doing shows with you. IRL. Touching your face, touching your legs, touching all of your body. It's awful. It's awful. Stop touching me. It really is awful. How are you finding um, life back in London? Um, You are here recording an audiobook. You are here um, taking care of your affairs. That's good. I I rushed over here in a taxi because I was late, and I got the, the taxi stopped, and I just stood by the door waiting for it to open. Right. And the guy's like, who up, mate? Why are you getting in? I was ah, like, oh, shit. shit in Japan, son. the taxi doors open themselves. And nice. The person literally pulls a cable and the door opens. <laughs> I like that. I don't Is like... it a cable? Well, it's 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 not like this, like, swanky... No, I know it's often. not. I, yeah, it, it, seems, old... it always seems quite... Uh, Retro. Slow and quite, it doesn't seem like a, somebody who's engineered that. Yeah. So I wonder whether there was a was a cable. In or not. most of the older taxes, it's like a, a thing they pull. Really? Uh, and then oh, the that makes sense. Yeah. Lovely. It's lovely stuff. And yeah. It's great, but it doesn't happen in the UK. Right. And then yeah. also in the UK, you have to ta- you tip the taxi driver often, which is okay. a little bit awkward. Oh, you clearly don't. Cause Pete just went. Who? Uh, you tip the taxi drivers? In what? What here? Yeah. Yeah. Well, right. Yeah. I mean, you you in Japan. No, you don't. No, you don't tip anyone. Don't, it's, it's brilliant. It's great. <laughs> it's brilliant. Um, uh, the guy called uh, Patrick uh, get, got in my instas mm. uh, and pointed out uh, oh, just a wonderful, um, a, a wonderful uh, website that just does, um, you know, imported um, uh, um, uh, Japanese cars and stuff. And there was a lovely um, Toyota um, driving school car, yeah. so used by driving school people. To, oh, wow. to, to do stuff, I suppose. I don't know. Yeah, very, very weird. Show me the car. I'm going to find the car. It's it's a Toyota. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say it's a Crown, and I think it might be a driving... There you go, look. A Toyota Crown Comfort, and it's <laughs> it's still got the driving, oh, the Japanese Lord. driving school stuff on the side And you it. can buy that. And you can buy that. in How the. Much? It's in this country. It's been imported. Seven um, grand. Yeah, eight grand. Eight grand. Wow. Eight grand. You've got to buy it. Oh man, That's the, the more the more true I have well. with my current car, 
I just don't think my partner would appreciate a Japanese driving school vehicle. I think I'd raise a lot of questions of you would, driving around yeah. the greater London area. Yeah. In a Japanese Why is that man tri- driving so poorly? <laughs> in a Japanese I think, driving I think this trainee driver's took a few wrong turns <laughs> from Japan. Now he's here. Well, I just got back from, uh, I just got back from Norway. Um, oh. On a little trip to Norway. And everyone there drives electric cars. Per capita, it's got more than anywhere else in the world, I think. So, I so maybe see. Hong Kong. And the people of Norway have won. The prize of life. <laughs> They've won the prize of life. Oh, it's so good, Norway. It's like, why? What is this? Right? <laughs> what is Everyone's this? happy. The food's incredible. Everyone has the finest salmon. They drive electric cars. Everyone smiles. Yeah. The streets are clean. <laughs> Public transport's amazing. There's yeah. Greenery. But, but, and then like autumn rolls around and it's a bit grim. <laughs> I, and you buy pizza that's 25 quid. I mean, it's quite expensive. It's that, quite expensive. That wasn't so good. That wasn't good. I, I went there to see uh, a band, Depeche Mode. Yeah, you, still there, was some, there, was, <laughs> there was some young people in uh, Stack HQ, Rory and uh, Temmy and uh, Tommy, mm. uh, all kind of under 25, 26. And uh, you said, you, you, were, you said, I'm going to see this band, Depeche Mode. And you made it sound like they were the coolest new band ever. They have stood the test of time very well. They have well, stood the Depeche test of time. One of the few, not a lot Basil of 80s and bands, Boys. Yeah, Basil yeah. and Boys going to drop some lyrics. Not a lot of 80s bands... I mean, I love 80s music more than anyone, but I'll admit mm. that a lot of 80s music doesn't stand the test of time. But you mm. know, your Depeche Mode, your Hall of Notes, they, you know. They, Where's the Hall of Notes come from? They, of they, all the bands you could have chosen. They stand the test of time very well. But it was amazing. I mean, Shut in up, a way, it. but it's a weird one. It's a yeah. weird one to choose out of all of the bands was, from that time. Yeah. You went for Hall of Notes. They're great. And, uh, but no, like Depeche Mode, the, the lead singer Dave Garhan uh, came out wearing his leather and he's like still even though he's <laughs> doing like his dance 61 doing his dance. he's like 61 62 and he's yeah, like still moving around moving better than i am yeah so what's he done how's he doing this uh, but it's so good I, i'll it? tell you what it's heroin <laughs> it's, a, it's a big long career of yeah. the old brown stuff it was the nice did you ever yeah. meet depeche mate when you interviewed all the bands ever I didn't know, no. Um, Andy did them a few weeks ago. Um, well, yeah, they're in fine fell. They sadly lost a member, obviously, last year. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, they are... I went into a bar in Tallinn, in Estonia, um, uh, that was um, Depeche Mode themed. Right. And so, all I, I mean, if you don't like Depeche Mode and you work there, that must be quite annoying. Like, you mm. go to, to the bar Depeche Mode to have a like to work and you're just constantly they're just constantly <laughs> playing Depeche Mode at you yeah, that would be annoying yeah but um, but I, and I, it was very warm in Tallinn in Estonia and uh, I was wearing a um, woolen suit and a, woolen a woman um, had a pop at me so you, you, your woolen suit's too hot <laughs> you don't belong too there too hot I didn't, <laughs> and I didn't belong there but yeah <laughs> I mean Norway really amazing loved it a lot um, I could Swedish friend of mine hates mm. Norway because they're just so much better than Sweden. Apparently, right? It, is that is that actionable? Is that true? Is that I don't. I think I think people in Sweden and Norway like each other. Yeah, but he's just bitter. He told me about this deal where in the night in 1979 <laughs> there was a deal where Volvo were going to sell off 40 percent of Volvo to right. Norway, and yeah. in return Norway was going to give Volvo an oil field. Okay, that's a good deal. The, that's, a, that, that's a solid deal. A great no. deal. Great yeah. deal. Best deal ever. Yeah. Art the deal. And then Sweden went, ah, actually 40% of Volvo is worth quite a lot. <laughs> Keep your oil field, gas field nonsense. <laughs> and then Norway went, all right. And then they have a billion, a trillion dollar sovereign wealth fund now with all the oil and gas. Right. And the okay. oil fields Let's and the gas. Yeah. And uh, in hindsight, quite a cock up. Um, <laughs> and he's never lived that down. What a we, mess. Always talking. He's always very bitter about that. Yeah. Um, Buys regret. <laughs> but he's to their own. Um, lovely place. Go to Norway if you get the chance. We've got a story this week from 
Dave. Dave. Manchester. Thanks, Dave, for getting in touch. You're the best. It's a story. It's, it's, we haven't had a story from Sweden in a while. <laughs> no. It's been at least Scared three episodes. Off. What's going on? Because we're uh, video. We don't, we don't like it. <laughs> Uh, Dutch now. Maybe we'll get a uh, more Norwegian audience yeah. now. I did right. run into one Norwegian viewer actually. Okay, yeah, he was nice. like he was he he nearly exploded because I was in H and M. Shah was like, I need some clothes. I was like, right. and then oh, she's actually she talking as well. I need to get some clothes, craft. Oh, <laughs> some cold, oh, Chris. No. Why why did you throw all my why did you throw all my clothes in in a in a river? <laughs> Why did you do that? Why did you pick on me so much? You're the worst. You're scum. So she was like buying some clothes. I was. I had my camera out and I was just wandering around, looking out the window, taking photos like a dickhead out of H and M out of the window. That's how desperate and how bored I was. Yeah. And this guy walks in. He's like, Chris, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Yes. He was like, Lovely. What are you doing in Norway? I was like, Oh, I just come to see a band from the 80s that you probably won't know because you look like you're 20. Oh, you, you, you <laughs> didn't learn your lesson then, yeah, coming in he, Billy Big Bollocks, new, <laughs> new band I've been hearing so much about. It's cool, that's the best thing about travelling the world and yeah. going to, to random cities when viewers run into you and they, mm. they, don't, they just don't know what's going on. Yeah. In it, Japan, it must, be quite, like, it must be quite confused. Yeah, in Japan, you'd be like, like oh, oh, yeah, no, I expect to run into you. In Oslo, what the no. fuck are you doing here? I want to do. I want to go on a world tour, just random obscure cities, yeah. and just surprise people. I reckon you can sign some books in Oslo because we, we uh, the football ramble podcast we do. Uh, we did a show there, a live show there. I drunkenly, um, um, <laughs> oh, I just every story on this podcast yeah, to start with. I drunkenly, um, I drunkenly <laughs> ate a, um, almost an entire jar of roll mops on stage, uh, and Ooh. then we danced the night away in one of the hostelries. There you go, <laughs> night out in Oslo. Yeah, uh, back stuff. to stay, back to Dave's story. That was quite the segue. Hello, Chris and Pete. I wanted to write in about a memorable day I had in Yoyogi Park, mainly thanks to the extravagant dogs. Oh. But not just any dogs. We're talking dogs in prams. <laughs> dogs in full-on outfits. There was even a Pomer- Pomer- Pomerian rocking... Pomeranian? Pomeranian rocking a tiny leather jacket like he was straight out of a rock band. <laughs> but the real star of the show was this guy. He was strolling along, not just walking one or two dogs, oh no... The legend had a whole entourage of 12 dogs all prancing around like they were in a doggy parade. (laughs) The thing is, he wasn't just walking them. He was posing for photos with literally everyone he passed. Tourists, locals, pigeons. I swear even a squirrel joined in for a snapshot. Every few (laughs) steps, he'd stop, strike a pose, and the dogs would follow suit. It was like... (laughs) Just picturing it. It was like a real-life doggy photo shoot, and I couldn't help but chuckle. (laughs) Three hours later, I'd explored the park. I'd had a picnic and read some of a book. Uh, no, not the Abroad Japan book, no. unfortunately. Ter- oh dear, David. Best out of that. And I stumbled upon him again. He was still at it after three hours. <laughs> at it. Twelve dogs, still dressed, charming the socks off anyone who dared cross their path. He was lapping it up, mm. uh, thinking he's some kind of celebrity. Maybe he is. <laughs> Have you seen him? Yeah. What do you guys make of people dressing up their dogs? Uh, <laughs> before, I'd always thought it was tacky, but the Japanese seemed to know how to do it. Keep up the great work, uh, guys. Dave from Manchester. I'm a big fan of that. What dogs wearing clothes? You got a dog? Well, I've got a you dog. Dress him up. Don't massively dress him up. I think um, uh, the dog that died last year used to wear like a very, um, ca- uh, a very arresting sort of, almost like the sort of clothes that um, uh, Sherlock Holmes would wear. <laughs> you know, those big—is it not Sou'wester? What's the what's the big coats they wear? We had one of them for him, <laughs> and he looked very startlingly good in that. He wore a coat better than I ever wore. There's a photo of this we can put on the YouTube <laughs> but, podcast. But he, uh, <laughs> but I very much until I saw my um, younger dog uh, and very much more alive dog uh, Lola uh, wearing a a little kind of it was sort of like a, a flamenco guitarist's sort of clothes, right. a Breton stripe, a guitar, 
um, it looked amazing. And so before then, I didn't really have any policies. I didn't feel particularly oh strongly about uh, about a dog dressed up. But uh, yeah, seeing my dog in, playing the guitar, just, you know, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I don't know what I think about animals in clear. I mean, I did the Cat no. Nation documentary, and in that yes. we went to a guy who made like $50 million off of a clever photo shoot where he got a cat, <laughs> put a fucking hat on it, and went, a brand, hat. and the a cat, brand. it's like an 80s cat brand, I can't remember the name of it. Cat uh, brand. And it, it made bank, and I yeah. went and interviewed him, he was in his, you know, 70s at this point, in his massive office in Shinjuku, <laughs> all these photos of cats wearing ninja outfits. Right, okay. And I was just like, why do- had no one ever done this before? What have I thought of this? Get a cat and put a hat in it, like, Fucking cat in the hat, mm. Doctor Zeus. Nonsense. Had, had no one else sort of thought of this. Oh my god! <laughs> and I was just sitting there going, "Why am I in this cat, Why documentary, in this cat again? documentary? What's Should... it? What, how did this happen?" But I know th- there is a dog park in Yogi Park. I know that, right? But I find that this, and also in the cat documentary, there's the guy who had a pram full of cats. Yes. Uh, okay. Right. And he just pushed. He pushes this pram, a stroller for American North American viewers, mm. pushes this stroller through Harajuku, mm. full of. Just like Persians. Right. Who were suffocating in the heat. Are they not going to be like running off and uh, they're no, probably too tired? I think they're either tied they're to the stroll. They're either tied to the stroll, manacled to the stroll or oh, drugged dear. or something. Right. Because they look really out of it. It was really, I'd, you know, at first everyone's like, oh, kawaii, that's cute. But mm. I thought, isn't this a little bit sinister? Yeah. And uh, in, the, in the case of this guy, he was a celebrity. He was known as the Catman. Cat right. Catman, right? Right. And he would just take these cats in his stroller... He would say it was good for the cats. He, he, it's good for the, the cats. The cats needed their Guys, morning air. Guys, it's good for the cats. Yeah. yeah. He claimed it was good for the cats. I don't buy that. Why are they, super glue? Why are they glued to the... Well, <laughs> I felt like he was exploiting the cats for a little bit of fame. Yeah. Like Zed, yeah. Zed-less fame, right? Yeah. Because he's been on TV, he's been in Cat Nation, God forbid. <laughs> he's been all over the place. Yeah. Uh, are you just, calling him out? Is this the... Explosive, the yeah, cat the Explosive, the cat man. There is a man who walks around Harajuku <laughs> with... A hundred cats in a stroller. I mean, if you are a wrongin and you like little girls in frilly clothes, like, and you've got a big stroller full of cats, that is like... A bit worrying. You, yeah, I, I think this man needs to be checked out. It's a Netflix documentary in the making. Yeah. He seemed pretty funny seemed at first. <laughs> it was, but there was something off about him. <laughs> yeah. The cat started turning up dead. Like it's just his house is made of all scratching posts. It's weird. But I remember filming and just thinking, it it, it annoyed me how everyone was so excited about this stroller, right? Because it worked. It was a magnet. A oh, magnet I, so, of so young women, worryingly. <laughs> He's like a 50, 50 year old man. Hey, like, you're either going or you ain't. And that it is the big pram full of cats. Pushing the pram, and everyone, tourists, yeah. you know, people alike would just turn up and they'd be like, come on, yeah, touch yeah, the yeah. cats, and the cats are like, kill me. <sighs> yeah. So hot. <laughs> it was fucked. Give me it, some of your waffle cone. Um, but at least they weren't dressed up. Unlike fair, these dogs. Oh, right, yeah. fair. Okay, as long as he didn't put, as as he didn't put a um, Smithy's dress on. Animal um, abuse tier list. Yeah. I, when, when my nan uh, was uh, in the war, uh, she, um, she was um, a nurse and she would um, look after the babies in the mm. orphanage and stuff. Um, and she would take the babies out in a, like, imagine the biggest pram you've ever seen in your life. Well, it's like the size of this house. I'm massive. Absolutely massive. It's about that big, right? And they would fit like 10 babies in one pram uh, and it wasn't like you know nowadays you've got to support the head you've got to like do this <laughs> got to keep them alive but back then it was just like 
it's just a big box on wheels, right? And she would walk around Hyde Park, um, and Winston Churchill was doing a speech, right? And my nan... We shall fight them on the beaches. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck he is that? Doing, he was doing a big speech in Hyde Park, and you know, like, Speaker's Corner, people would... Politicians would come and, and talk about... It may, he may have been on the campaign trail, I don't know, but he was, like, basically there, and um, all of his crowd was distracted by the fact that my nan, Margaret Jones, had uh, a load of um, babies in a big pram. I'm so poor Winston Churchill. He's trying to give his yeah. speech. We should fight them on the beaches. We should fight them on the sea. We should never. Why the fuck are there ten children in that pram there? What's going on? Probably why I drank so much. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Mm. What is it with people and animals and children in prams? It's weird. Yeah. Loads of. Uh, yeah. Don't sell thought. a single man a pram. He doesn't <laughs> need it. He doesn't need it. You should. It should be like a gun license. <laughs> have you? Have you? Have you got a baby? You go. Come on. We're gonna. We're gonna know. Oh my god! Well, there you go. I keep a, keep an eye out. Yorgi Park. Keep an eye out. Well, Yorgi Park and Harajuku a cat's are eye out. the same place, right? Yeah. So in one afternoon, you can see Catman in Harajuku. Yeah. You know, with his armada of cats and people going, mm. and then you can walk across the road past the former shop that used to be Condom Mania, a shop that <laughs> sold all the condoms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shame about so when. Still there? It's gone. Gun. It's gone. Moved to Shibuya, <sighs> I think. And then. You can walk into Yogi Park, get you know, get your ice cream or whatever, yeah. and then you can look at the dogs being paraded around what in if, fucking what wetsuits. If they or they don't um, kind of work it out properly, and the cats and the dogs meet, and it's like West Side Story. <laughs> yeah. The cats and the dogs. What that, happens? That is going to be an incredible video for YouTube. <laughs> incredible coming video coming soon. Cats versus incredible. dogs. Yeah. Anyway, cats and dogs in a park aside. Yeah. Right. Uh, what's the story of the week? What's going on in Japan, Mr. Dawson? Fill us in on the news of the week. I just think that expectant mothers need to get theirs, to be quite frank. Chris? Oh, God. I just I just think they've had it too good for too long, those pregnant women who are carrying little babies inside their bellies for nine months. They've had it too good for too long. <laughs> I think... <laughs> <laughs> they've had it too good for too long. I think we need some context here. What the bloody hell are you talking about? For the past five years, Chris, expectant mothers in a Japanese city have been receiving advice from local authorities. Fine. That's, that's what a local authority is for. You it's know, good. sometimes... You know, not everybody has the answers. It's good to get advice um, via a flyer telling them how to behave after giving birth, uh, not for their own uh, or their baby's well-being, but to avoid annoying their husbands. Oh no! <laughs> I mean, I'm the scene not is so typically patriarchal. Um, the colourful flyer with cartoon drawings highlighted the behaviours that men didn't like in their wives, such as being busy taking care of the baby and not doing chores. Selfish. Bastard, terrible, <laughs> and getting frustrated for no reason. It also recommended that new mothers prepare their husbands' lunch every day, thank men for doing basic household chores, and always have a smile on their faces. Oh my god! These flies have been distributed to expectant mothers for several years in Onomichi. You know, not a small. It's not a backwater, no, is I mean, it? Onomichi is Hiroshima, nice. isn't it? It's yeah, a yeah. nice city. Um, it was only this week that it made the rounds on social media and sparked a bit of um, public anger. Let's say when people sort of realised <laughs> what it was. Uh, the mayor of Onomichi uh, posted on the uh, government website and Twitter that the contents of the flyers were not in line with the sentiments of pregnant women, childbearing mothers, and others uh, uh, involved in child rearing and caused unpleasant feelings for many people. That sounds like a man who's been shouted at by a lot of people. Um, and uh, the, yeah, I mean, they're going to stop doing these um, silly flyers. But, uh, I mean, this was distributed for a very, very long time. Um, and 
you know, people at one Twitter user said, don't just stop distributing it. Maybe think about the reasons why this chauvinistic, misogynistic literature has, has found its way into mm. the sort of thing you would give in presumably a hospital setting I mean, uh, to, to, to an expectant mother. Hearing this, you think, what is the genesis of this terrible, terrible idea? Apparently it was from a survey. They yeah. did a survey in Onometry of 100 fathers in 2017. Oh, no, I think it was 1975. <laughs> Not, what? No, it was 2017. <laughs> it's the sort of thing Saul would well, say yeah, yeah. in 1975, not 2017. But what was the survey? Like, oh, it's difficult being a man, being a man when your wife's pregnant, isn't it? What? Yeah. You know, what do you not like about your pregnant wife? Yeah. You know, and they went, was well, this... I don't like it, which doesn't smile. It sounds like this survey <laughs> was, d- was done in a snack bar. <laughs> <laughs> old salary men having a right old fucking whinge. Oh, emptying the bank accounts of their family. She gave birth to my son, <laughs> and now she won't smile enough or she make the sandwiches. She, makes, she doesn't give me enough respect when I do a small amount of hoovering. That's pretty bad. I'm pretty bad, lie. pretty poor, isn't it? That's bad. It's every week, though, isn't it? It's every week something like this oh. ends up in the news. I like it. I love Japan. Great content for this podcast. But gender equality needs to be addressed. Do you remember the incredible story two, three years ago where it turned out um, girls at university were scoring better on the medical exam? Mm. So the university or the school was automatically deducting yeah. like uh, 100 points or something yeah. from every girl. What's... Just as a base point, it was like, ah, they're doing too well. Because they're, they're a girl, maybe they're better. Just remove a thousand, like a hundred yeah. marks, and and it would cause the most incredible backlash at the time. It's not great, is it? I mean, it's, it's not. So imagine, yeah, I mean, this is this is bad. Yeah. Onomichi, how could you? This is Onomichi's the starting point of the Shimanami Kaido cycle. A place <laughs> right, I've painted yeah, nice. in, in. It's also in the yeah. Yakuza video game. Yeah, you can watch. You, you can walk the streets of Onomichi in the game, looking at the leaflets for why to be a happy <laughs> pregnant woman. Yeah, <laughs> can you imagine that? Because the video Kiri game would have none of this. <laughs> imagine that in the video game. You're like going around the back streets, beating people up, and there's just a pamphlet on the floor. <laughs> like, oh, if you're a oh. pregnant woman, please Nandai be happy. Oh. <laughs> dear, oh dear. Uh, That's awful. Uh, awful business. You know, I this is. I suppose it's because in, often in um, sort of shops and the cust- in customer service in Japan, the staff are always taught to you know minute details and how to think behave right. and react yeah and, you know maybe they felt we could copy and paste that philosophy over to this i don't know really i, I think d- I it's don't know. the drawings that you should <laughs> it's not nice and there's drawings of i this. mean it's little sort of like little uh, have like, you got a copy of the, the leaflet or the pamphlet? Really, no i mean there's a little it? link there's a little link being circled uh, uh, uh um, but it is just like this kind of like kind of cutesy kind of like um emoji laden uh leaflets telling these people how to uh can you imagine doing like, this in the uk you'd get killed Oh yeah, and, um, and, and with, with good your cause. Wife's just gone through childbirth, yeah. had the baby for nine months in her yeah. stomach. It, you know, given birth, baby's crying day and night. And you're like, could you just like smile more and make the sandwiches? <laughs> can you just imagine? You would Lovely. die in most countries. But anyway, yeah. there you go, Onamichi. But at least they've seen the error of their ways. Yeah, God forbid, hmm. and they wonder why people aren't having kids in Japan. <laughs> 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 dear, oh dear. Well, back in just a moment, guys. For your stories, comments, and questions in the fax machine. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. In our daily lives, we all carry around with us different stressors. They can be big, they can be small, and sometimes we might not even realise that we're carrying them around with us. But if these feelings stay bottled up, they can start to affect us negatively, which is why having a positive outlet for discussion can be such a valuable tool for your well-being. Therapy can be a perfect outlet for your inner stressors. It's a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just speaking things out into the open can be such a great release of inner tension. So you can spend less time stressing about the issue and more time figuring out how you can overcome it. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash Japan today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash Japan. Wow. Now we're back with the fax machine. What have we got this week from our listeners, Mr. Dawson? We've got a message from John from Espana here. Um, just got back to the UK from a hiking holiday in Switzerland. God, John. You shame us all. Um, <laughs> the tap water in Switzerland is euphoric, and it had me wondering, what's the tap water like in Japan? The water in here tastes, uh, the water um, at home here tastes grim because it's such hard water. Uh, how does it compare to Japan? Oh, the, mm. the tap water in Switzerland is euphoric. In Japan, it's euphoric. In Japan, it's orgasmic. My my mum was always obsessed with how soft the water was around the world, around the UK. Yeah. She, and whenever she went anywhere, she it's just so. Oh, it's the suds, the soap suds, <laughs> sun. I forget. Like in the UK, like the the north and south, there's a difference in the water. Right? Yeah, there's yeah. hard, soft. It's got more lime in it. Yeah, I think they um, they certainly used to put a lot of fluoride in the water where I was yeah. from. That's why my teeth have no fillings apart from one. I the water in Japan tastes good. I it tastes. Like I only water. ever drink it when I'm really hungover. I'm like, oh god. Oh dear. Um, I would say that um, Tokyo is notably um, known to be more chlorinated. Like, it tastes a bit chlorine, and mm. you can you, there is a bit of taste to it. Um, when comparing to Osaka or the other Probably. big city sort of thing but um, honestly, that's why I've noticed anyway honestly I've never noticed I only drink the finest Evian <laughs> uh, the Bellevue water from, from mm. bottles no I, yeah I've never noticed it does taste a little bit chlorine yeah but that's what gives it it's nice, fruity nice fruity clean. undertones yeah. nice and clean tasty no. tasty <laughs> but the most important thing is the tap water's drinkable yeah. please drink the tap yeah. water let's not waste is it, is it potable let's potable. not waste bottles like uh, 
Harrogate Spring and Water. People and Pete's office. Do. I get confused. I get confused with. Where's that from? Oh, I bought it exactly. So sure. that's not me. This um, is Harrogate Water. This is the Queen's royal appointment. Well, the well the Harrogate Queen's Spring dead. Water. The thing that gets me is because I'm a big fizzy water guy because I'm a bloody ledge. Um, you and, disgust me. And uh, and the. The, the, I'm get, I always get confused because the black label is non-fizzy and fizzy is white, I believe, in the Harrogate Springwater um, mm. Pantheon. And I don't like that for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. I just, I just always pick the wrong one. I want fizzy. Well, you can, I tag, them feel on, something, you can tag them on Twitter. All right, I will. <laughs> Pete against Harrogate Water. We've got oh. a story from, or a question from Ben Cole. He says, hello, Krusty Chris. Krusty Chris. Oh. How dare you, Ben? I'm a best-selling author now. I can't take... <laughs> I'm, <laughs> author. I'm proliferating, Pete. I'm returning to Japan for the second time and am adamant on going to places that are not as frequently visited as Kyoto, etc., on my way to Hiroshima. I'm flying into Osaka. What are places between the two cities or near that you'd recommend? Himeji, Okoyama, Fukuyama? Let's know. Arigato, Ben Cole. Well, Ben, do you know what is right between Hiroshima and Kyoto? Oh, I don't know. Onomichi. Onomichi. You go there and you can find the pamphlets on why you should be happy yes. as a woman who's just given birth. <laughs> uh, Himeji's nice. Got a lovely castle. Beautiful. I mean, that's all it's got, though, isn't it? It's just it's, one big long road and a big castle at the it end. It is, yeah. And they've restored it beautifully, though. Well, it's it's a striking white castle. Mm. As white as the Harrogate sparkling water. <laughs> that's that the Cliffs Spiders. of Dover. Um, but the one place I'd really go, if it was me, I'd go to Kurashiki. Kurashiki right. is the, the Venice of Japan. Okay. One of four places that claims to be the, Ven- the Venice of Japan. Everywhere that's right. got a canal, it's like, oh, it's the Venice of Japan. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the, ve- this is the most Venice mm. in Japan, Kurashiki. The most Venetian. Yeah. Go and watch- I did a video on it called I Tried Being Vegan for a Day. I it's a shame, really. Go vegan for a day. It didn't work out well. <laughs> I had a banana. Stumble. Oh, what? I just had a banana. That's all right, isn't it? That was it. I uh, a banana like yeah. a melon, and I'm like, oh, vegan, isn't it? Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, unfortunately, because that video is called I Tried Being Vegan for a Day, nobody actually can find this video. If you type in, like, Kurashiki, right. it doesn't come up, so it's a little <laughs> Easter egg there. But that's a beautiful cool. place. Lovely. Uh, I really like that place. And, um, yeah, Himeji. Go look at the castle. Go look at Kurashiki. Yeah. The, um, I, was, I, was, um, I was reading up on uh, Fukuyama, actually. Big into medicinal wines. Aren't we all? What the? F- what is medicinal wine? Wines make you feel better, mate. <laughs> it's just wines for do- all all tiny wines well, that put w- in make the you feel better. I don't know. I think it's just more like wine. You know, like um, those medicinal wi- you know, like Buckfast. I think it's just Buckfast, but they just call it medicinal wine. It's not like they've not crushed up an ibuprofen <laughs> into a, into a bottle of blue nun. <laughs> it's it's an actual thing that's supposed to make you feel better. But uh, pour yeah. some Red Bull into the wine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm not gonna. You know. Uh, Japan gets most things right when it comes to food and drink, but they don't do wine well. No. Yeah, that's good. That's the one thing my partner <sighs> asked. They went, do they drink wine? Mm. I was like, well, I kind of wine. That's right. You <laughs> know, you're not going to like. In, uh, where I used to live in Yamagata, they had like, they had like white wine and it was, mm. it was, it wasn't good. And they'd give it as a gift and you'd be like, oh, I know. <laughs> the just sadness where, in just your eyes. Just know where to put this down <laughs> the sink. Yeah. Um, no, Japanese wine, it's, it's missing something. Mm. It's not, that you know, the, right. Craft beer's great. Cider's not bad. Yeah. But wine, nah. Oh, sorry. I won't give it. Anyway. Well, well, the other thing that uh, I did my research on Fukuyama, um, cream puffs that look like takoyaki. <laughs> they like got like, they've got like <laughs> what looks like takoyaki yeah. sauce on the top 
and oh. and um, uh, uh, what's that called? That hard fish stuff, bonito flakes. Yeah, um, they sort of pretend. To, but it's all <laughs> it's all kind of like sweet. Wow, amazing! That's re- I, I, re- yeah. I could not want to go to Fukuyama more for the medicinal wine. Can you imagine <laughs> meeting the locals sweets. and meeting the locals there? And just be like, I travelled from England. <laughs> I just want just to takoyaki. I just want some takoyaki. Yeah, there's a reason that that food isn't overly well known. No, outside of yeah, outside of Fukuyama, point. not yeah. a lot's known about Fukuyama. To be um, hi guys, uh, I'm James. I'm trying hi, James. to trying to get prepared for my first trip to Japan. I was wondering, is there any apps that will be worth downloading that are frequently used in Japan? Keep up the great work, James. Oh, you're looking at the man who travels to Japan more than I have. Pete, tell us about. I only use Google Maps. Yeah, I think the only app you really need for Japan is Google Maps and Google Maps. Yeah, I don't think Waze is particularly well uh done in Japan, I think. Unless it is. No, I don't think what it is. What is? Waze. Um Ooh. do you not use Waze as like a sat nav? It's very popular. It's like kind of like a it's owned by Google weirdly, mm. um, but they don't really talk about it all that much. It's like a it's like a crowdsourced data um rip. Um it's very good for sat naving around uh, the UK cuz it's just a more um, more responsive version of Google Maps, I think, when it comes to um, road closures and, and, and congestion and stuff like that. If you ever, you know, find yourself in a weird place in Tokyo and need a taxi, there's an app called Go. Go, Go Taxi. Right. Yeah, that's pretty good for getting around. Yeah. Um, but I'd stick to public transport unless you were in a bit of a pinch. Yeah, apart, like, apart from like Line, which are like a lot of companies will have little line links and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, if they don't do Facebook, mm. they'll usually have a little QR code that'll interface with Line. So, yeah, Line is the WhatsApp of Japan, mm. basically. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and everyone uses it in Japan. If you want to, like... if you, Yeah, it's good to have Line, actually, mm. because if you meet someone in Japan and you want to be friends with them, that's the first yeah. thing they'll ask for. Line. Not Facebook, but no. Line. So it's, that might be good. It's have. the Chris app, because Chris is the only person I talk to on online. Yes, it's literally much, just yeah. you. It's literally just you. That's the only person. Get my abusive messages from Pete Donaldson exclusively yeah. through Line. Yeah, but yeah, Google Maps, Line, Go Taxi. You can get an eSweeka card, I think, still because they yeah. stopped they stopped selling them. Obviously, yeah, you get the Suica card for travel, public transport mm. around Japan, yeah. guys. Um, we mentioned that about a month, a few weeks ago now, mm. that they stopped selling Suica cards because they've run out of chips. Yeah, I think you can still get the ones with the names on, so you can get your name written on. No, it. I mean, God no, knows why no, you, you do it. You can't get that. Right. It's gone. Oh. But you can get Welcome Suica card. Welcome when you arrive card. at the airport as a tourist, you get the Welcome Suica card. It lasts just two weeks. And then it'll explode. Like the oh, is, it only two week? is it only a two-weeker? Oh, that just blows so up. So a two-weeker suica. <laughs> <laughs> and then it'll self-destruct. Oh, dum, dum, never dum, mind. Dum, dum, dum. Never mind. God forbid if your holiday goes over two weeks. Mm. Then, then I don't know what you'll do, actually. <laughs> you'll find out soon enough, because you're coming to Japan, Mr. Dels. I am. More on that on next week's episode. Keep the stories, questions, comments coming into to abroadinjapanpodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back late in the week, guys. Do all over again. But for now, no matter where you might be, out there in the big wide world, have yourself a great few days, and we'll see you right back here to do it all over again on the Abroad Japan Podcast. Bye for now. Goodbye. in Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started.